What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast presented by the Broken Anchor with the boys, Andy, Coop, and Cap. I'm one of those, Cap. Andy and the boys. Andy and the boys. How are we doing, Andy and the boys? Andy's not well. <laughs> so imagine being mad when something good happens to Xavier. Oklahoma just beat Texas. That win keeps getting better and better. But it did do something to Andy's parlay. Andy, how are we feeling? Texas is fucking stupid. Is what is the back? point? Texas is not back. No, they're back to mediocrity and just all around ineptitude. We're back. Texas is stupid. What's the difference? <laughs> What's the difference? Someone's been using his uh, word of the day toilet paper, Andy. Get on you. Ineptitude. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like, to, I like to use my intellectuality uh, every now and then. <laughs> He says a tough word and then it's just like, what the fuck do I do after after this ridiculous word? Smartest guy in Kentucky, Andy Piccarillo. Um, fellas. Hey, you're in Kentucky now. That's damn, that's damn true. I don't identify with it, though. Uh, fellas, we got a lot of content, actually, believe it or not, for midweek here. Happy Wednesday, by the way, folks. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about. I'd say the hottest debate in sports right now is this Hall of Fame debate. We're going to get into that and talk about some bad people that were good at sports. Uh, we got Championship Sunday in football. We've got a QB offseason from hell. Uh, we've got a Fordham coach that won't wear his shirt or socks that is officially out. And uh, I think we'll talk Xavier basketball a little bit, as well as good sex in the Big East. And and, uh, you know, standing Oklahoma generally, I think we can all get on board with that. Except Andy. Uh, Lorraine needs to get me some fucking Pepto-Bismol after that one. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Let's get the intro music ready. Right? We are back. We are pumped full of Pepto-Bismol. We have no upset stomachs or diarrhea at all. Fellas, how are we doing? Welcome to the podcast. Fellas, how are we doing, man? You guys good? Yeah, I'm calming down. Uh, I'm, I'm moving on. <laughs> the intro music did it for you? Yeah, anytime I hear Andy Mack and <laughs> yeah. that, that um, Selection Sunday, uh, or what's sure. one shiny moment music, 100%. It just really that- cheers me up. That shows the effect that this year has had on us, Andy, when we don't even have like – we can't just come up with one shining moment at the drop of a hat. You know like at the start of football season, you don't know people's names. And you're like, man, if this was like week 10, I'd definitely know like the backup running backs for the Panthers. You know what I'm saying? But it's like week one, you're like, I don't fucking know any names. You couldn't even think of one shining moment. That's how much – that's the toll that this has taken on us, Andy. It's been that's so fucked. fucking long since I've heard it. That's fucked. But like you said, I listen to that intro on a repeat just to go to sleep. You know, some people listen to like calming videos or ASMR, whatever the fuck you're into. We don't kink shame around here, but I just listen to our intro music on repeat. Just and I'm gone in 45 seconds. <laughs> the podcast to, puts you to sleep. We need to put nice in there, by the way, though, because it's like 7169. You need to put nice right in there. It has to go. Um, get on it. Uh, talking to you, Speaking Joe. Speaking of uh, nice. You know, it, it's kind of funny when we start these podcasts, you ask how we're doing and everything, which is very nice. And I feel like 80% of the time you ask that, the follow-up response is Andy's not doing well. Something tragic has happened, whether he's come <laughs> down with a virus, whether it's his team losing, whether it's a team he bet on losing. He always has a, <laughs> a disappointed look on his face when we start these podcasts. Well, that's part of the entertainment value, Coop, is it's, and I hope that's like for the people at home too. It's like, you know, sometimes you watch a soap opera just to be like, okay, my life's not that bad. So I bet like people just tune in and be like, okay, I could be Andy, you know, <laughs> it's, that's, that's part of the value we give to people by design. My role on this earth is just to make you guys feel better about <laughs> yourselves, feel smarter, feel prettier. More Andy's, a, Andy's a train wreck. I listen to some of these, like uh, my girlfriend was country music. A dump truck I, wreck. I listen to some of these, like I listen to some of these, like country, like love drunk songs or whatever. It's like these just lovesick love puppies. I'm like, I bet Andy actually sings this to himself, drunk as fuck, <laughs> like thinking about <laughs> some girl. Um, honestly, Andy. you're not wrong. You should see my daily mix <laughs> on Spotify right now. <laughs> just singing and blaring, like you know that one video. It's like that one kid like screaming, and it's like what song you sing, and he's like just 
blaring like beautiful crazy by luke combs just <laughs> that <laughs> is on my daily mix that song right you, there <laughs> you hopeless romantic andy piccarello you dog <laughs> I love and, you. Uh, so for for reference um the top four like four in a row are yep. just to see you smile right girl Banger. wrong time promise to love her <laughs> <laughs> slow dance in a parking lot pretty Jesus hard Christ. <laughs> stand alone by morgan wall <laughs> Bro, you need some party up in that, John, bro. You need some king shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's on another mix. Fuck yeah, bro. You need to remember who the fuck you are, Andy Picker. You're Andy goddamn Piccarilla. Don't you ever forget it. All right. We'll, we'll hype him up later, Coop. When we get off the show, we'll hype him up on some king shit. Um, can't let him you forget said, who. You said kink shit or king shit? No, we yes. don't shame either way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, 100%. Uh, we're on the same page. So, fellas, the hottest topic in sports, at least on Twitter tonight, is this Hall of Fame debate. Um, so, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and uh, everyone's favorite neighbor, Kurt Schilling, uh, were all denied uh, admittance into the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Um, what do we think about this, and what's where do you guys stand on this debate here? I think the biggest robbery is that former Cincinnati Red Scott Rowland isn't in. If anyone deserved to be in, it's him. Uh, solely because he played for the Reds and wore number 27, which is the number that Mr. Red wore on the old Reds logo. So Scott wow. Rowan was Mr. Red. Mr. And he's Nugget, not in the Hall of Fame. But, uh, I mean, people just don't like most of the guys that are on the ballot. But it also sucks, though. Just baseball just shoots themselves in the foot. Anytime there's something cool happening or potentially happening, <laughs> Major League Baseball finds a way to just take people out of it. It's just like – Baseball is Toby. There, baseball is the Toby Flunderson of <laughs> professional sports or maybe any organization in the world. Why are you the way that you are? Make it so boring. <laughs> we should put that sound clip here. Why are you the way that you are? I mean, seriously, anytime I do something fun, you make it not that way. Thanks a lot, that's baseball. What they, that's what they do with blacking out games, and you can't put videos online, the highlights and stuff Remember like that. Remember the bat flip thing from the playoffs? I was just like, dude, let the dudes bat flip. It they is the like most them. stupid fucking thing. Like, I think that's just the old heads of baseball. Like, I don't think – they ever did he get penalized for that? I don't think it was actually like a real, but there was like a huge thing on like social media about it. Yeah, Fernando Tatis. Yeah, he he apologized for it after he did it, and there's no reason to apologize for it. I mean, imagine if like I don't know, say it's the NFL playoffs or something, and like I don't know, Stephon Diggs makes an incredible catch and celebrates, and then is like, "Sorry, guys, I shouldn't have celebrated. I should have just handed the the official the ball and walked to the sideline and clapped." I should have stood at attention and fucking saluted my flag. Like, fuck out of here. Essentially. Like, dude, like, I, there should be, like, a 15-second buffer, especially after a touchdown, for just, like, whatever goes. I mean, as long as you're not, like, taking your pants off, like, who cares? You know what Randy I mean? Like, let, that was that was great. <laughs> that was awesome. I love Randy Moss. I was super here for that. But, like, just takes the fun out of it, man. Like, and if, if it's harmless and it's just whatever, like, who cares? Like, and he's, if, if you're not getting into someone's face or, like, legitimately, like, belittling them, if you're just celebrating and, like, getting pumped after you made a huge play, what the fuck's the big deal? Like, Alvin Kamara's cleats. <laughs> he got charged, like, the wrong things k Like, who fucking cares? Like, we have like, people who have, like, we have running backs who kick the shit out of a woman and are playing, but we're worried about someone's cleats. This is random, but I got to say, Andy, your hair the last couple pods has been the best I've ever seen. Really, because it's we, we been gotta, a fucking mess, dude. We got a seamless transition. You know, normally it's just like goosh, like two thirds of the part of the head. It's just goosh is the only word I can think of. Just straight goosh. Uh, but right I now, we able to get my hair cut. I think it looks good, man. I'm I'm here for it. Anyway, All I just same worthy. I just needed to pump you up on some king shit. I don't need you listening to too much beautiful crazy tonight. Um, song though. But I think this. I think it's case by case. And, and here's the thing, though. I think these all all these guys. I think would have made it just based off playing merits. I think we can all agree on that. Correct. Pure stats, pure stats, pure playing merits deserve to be in all of them. Uh, Barry Bonds, one of the best of all time, just based off of pure numbers. If not Clemens, the best. If not the best, probably the best. Um, Clemens up there for the pitching for pitchers. Um, maybe not the best of all time, but up there. And, you know, and, and then also Schilling was really, really good, um, even though he's just a colossal douche. But I think a lot of this was just like good guy awards. You know what I mean? And um, But it, it, there's also, it's just like, there's no black or white with that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like if he's, 
bad at all. It's like he's not perfect. Like Bonds isn't perfect. Uh, he had the, the the bullshit. Same with Clemens. He had the bullshit. And Schilling's just like the Schilling douche of a lifetime. Wall. Yeah, I, th- I think with Schilling, I, here my uh, my personal ballot, I would have had Clemens and and Bonds in. And I don't think there's really with Bonds. I think there's no no way you can keep him out. I know the steroid shit, but it was it was honestly to a point where it was so prevalent that it's like you can't really. You know what I mean? Like everyone was doing it, and it's well, see, like we here. Here we have like you know Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds played against each other, right? Like two they guys on had, roids. Yeah, yeah exactly. Steroids doesn't help your hand-eye coordination. Doesn't help your beautiful swing. Bonds and... would have been a Hall of Famer with or without it. I yeah. think we all know that. I mean, yeah, he definitely. was. He would have been one with or without it, and and that doesn't mean like whatever. Like that doesn't mean it's like not tainted and all that bullshit whatever the fuck you're gonna and say he wouldn't like, have hit 762 home runs but he was still a good home run hitter already he was a 30 had, 30 guy yeah he probably would have had like 10 30 30 seasons but like but at the same time though he come on like it's his he was so good that you can't keep him out <clears throat> excuse me catch it i'm getting a little sick too i told coop we should have quarantined he talked me out of it the 5g goddess coop uh these goddamn g's fucking with us so excuse me a little bit but uh Anyway, I think he and Clemens belonged in without without question. And to me, I think that and you know I have my side of the, of this argument and you know how I view things. I I think Schilling has done enough to fuck himself over. I like, think he's talked himself out of it. And it's and it's funny because like some people say like there's like that, there's that saying that's like um you can either like you can either have people think you're an idiot or open your mouth and prove them right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that kind of deal where it's like, you can either think I'm an idiot or if I open my mouth and prove it correct. Like Schilling, if he would just would have shut up, would have been in the hall of fame. That's kind of what we, we do on a, a weekly basis, twice <laughs> exactly. a week. We prove everybody right. <laughs> That's but true. I, I think Schilling now asked to be removed from the ballot. He did. I think that came out tonight that he once removed from the future well, ballots. I didn't see it from him because I'm blocked, but you're blocked by Kurt Schilling. Oh, fuck Are yeah, I am. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm blocked by wow. Kurt Schilling. It's honestly a hell of an accomplishment. We went back and forth. Back. You went back and forth with Kurt Schilling? Yeah, we went back and forth for a while. From oh, Londo wow. to fucking Kurt Schilling. He is gone the whole canvas. <laughs> so, so you don't just get in arguments with guys with two followers? No, no, I, I get in arguments with professional athletes. You don't well. discriminate? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was, what was this argument about? Um, Trevor Bauer. What about him? Uh, like, so, I mean, Kurt Schilling just thinks Trevor Bowers, like, like Tre- Trevor Bowers sucks and is not good because of his, like, career four ERA. Um, and, That's like, why he won the Cy Young? Yes, yes. Um, so, Kurt Schilling is, like, very much against advanced stats. Mm. And he always kept comparing himself to Trevor Bauer, uh, which the best part is if um, – Kurt Schilling's advanced stats are miles ahead of Trevor Bauer's, but Trevor Bauer is actually better statistically um, through through age thirty than Kurt Schilling was without advanced stats. But no Kurt shit. Schilling, like, Hate he just refused to acknowledge it. He, That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so good that you got in an argument with Kurt Schilling. That's, That's a, fantastic. That's a good story. I don't know how we have never heard that before how have you never all the things that you bring up all the time how have you never brought up your argument with kurt schilling i mean you're not a baseball guy so okay i'm not like a politics guy either but if you met fucking barack obama i'd be like i want to know that story (laughs) there's probably things that andy's hiding from us someday someone very famous is going to come up like the Pope <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, and Andy's exactly. going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm blocked by him. We got into Oh, yeah, when I had that game. weekend retreat to the Vatican, you know, I was hanging with the Pope. <laughs> we were just blowing Dro and playing fucking Mario. <laughs> like, what? As he sits in front of the dump trucks. Oh, yeah, you don't like religion. Secret life. <laughs> yeah, I don't like religion, but I want to hear a story about the fucking Pope and blowing Dro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fucking Andy. You're a mystery box, Andy. I love it. But, yeah, I think it's ridiculous, and I think that baseball is just in a rough spot dude like baseball has really really dug themselves in a tough spot as far as like how they've marketed the game that's the problem it's the lack of marketing of the game they don't market it and And they fuck over their young stars too like look what the nba does with their stars like you 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 are seeing colin sexton everywhere right now like you are seeing sexland everywhere (laughs) as you fucking should right and then like all we hear about fernando tatis who's one of the best young stars that is that's up and coming right now. And he's going to be the face of the MLB here soon. All we hear about is how he needs to be more respectful to the unwritten rules. 
how he's playing the game the fuck wrong the way. Fuck unwritten rules. Yeah, like, fuck your unwritten rules. Shut Every, up your goddamn ass. And everything's destined to ass. grow and change and evolve, man. Like, Lao Tzu, man, those who are, who are you know, resistant to change, you know, just get fucked over. That's not the exact quote, but that was awesome. <laughs> I forgot the whole <laughs> quote, so I just said get fucked over. Yeah, dude, you, you got to let it happen, man. Like, it's happened in every single sport. Like, football's evolved and changed. NBA's evolved and changed a fuck ton, and they've been huge beneficiaries for that. Um, so I think it's just kind of ridiculous, but – Baseball, what can you do? Uh, start putting fucking three – start putting conies in fucking helmets. That's, that's what I'll tell you to do. I think start- part of it too is all of the minor league teams because you'll have these young guys and stuff and they're trapped in the minor leagues for years. Even if they're major league ready, True. they have to pay their dues a lot of the times. And they'll be a major league ready player playing in double A, then yep. triple A, then finally make the majors and stuff like that. Like Vlad Jr. was in triple A for probably – I don't know, half a season too long easily. It slows the growth of the sport. It slows the growth and then it cuts down on their time. And then, I mean, if you look at the NBA, I mean, the young stars, like you mentioned, Colin Sexton are like household names, anyone who has or watches ESPN or Fox Sports. But then baseball, I mean, if you ask even, I don't know, a stranger about just fairly famous players, maybe not Mike Trout or Bryce Harper or something, but I mean, a lot of people just don't know the players, don't know the sport. Dude, I think you're right. Fan who Boba Shed is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I think you're right, bro. I think if you ask like a casual sports fan who didn't have a lean towards either sport, you know, name ten NBA players or name ten baseball players, I think you might get like twenty NBA players before you get like five. Dude, I honestly, off the top oh, of my head, it. other than Reds, I can probably name like ten to fifteen MLB players. And I used to like collect baseball cards when I was a kid. Like I used to be a big baseball fan. Like baseball was maybe my favorite sport growing up. I mean, basketball is always my favorite sport, but like baseball is number two. Like it was the sport I was best at. Like I love baseball and it's just become a sport. That's just not, it just is. I think it's devolved over time and it just hasn't kept up. I feel like every other sport has like evolved and grown. And I just don't know if baseball's done that. And also too, I was in the Navy, so I couldn't really follow a 162 game season, but like, you know, I, th- I think I'll try to get back into it and I'll always love going to games and I have great memories of, you know, summer days at the ballpark. You know what I mean? Last stuff is timeless, but like the sport in and of itself just doesn't resonate with me like it used to. You know what I mean? I just feel like it hasn't grown. I think if I didn't grow up playing baseball and around baseball, I don't think I could just hop into it and be interested. Like I can't, I've tried to get into the NHL and stuff, but I mean, it's just, I mean, yeah. I'm in my mid twenties. I don't have time to, Root exactly. for a new team and get right. invested. You don't want to start rooting for the Islanders? Come on, let's go. <laughs> big big uh, BJ's guy, Blue Jackets. <laughs> who's, who's not? Oh, okay, Blue Jackets. Okay. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> I'm not king shaming out here. Yeah, but I just think you know maybe I'll throw in some big league chew you know this summer and we'll go to a game, bring glove and you know do the whole cotton yeah, you gotta, candy. Gotta get your cleats put on some eye black. And yeah, do, on. do the Mister Reds mm-hmm. race and all that yeah. kind of fun stuff and get back into it. I love going to games. We should go to games by the way this summer if it, if it opens up. But I'm, all, that, I'm all down. That's neither here nor there. Let's talk about uh, a very very popular uh, American sport. Probably one a little bit more popular than baseball currently, and that's foosball. Uh, we had some bangers this weekend um, that Banger. were kind of crazy. Just met the broad. So this fucking Tom Brady guy, we can't get, we can't get rid of him. Uh, I, I I keep saying this. I've said it for like the last like five years. Like you guys remember when Brett Favre was on his last leg with like Minnesota, and he was just using a walker to get up and down the on. I remember get him up and down the field. And crawling off the field. He was like thirty seven, dude. Like 37, 38. I think it was 37 with the, with the Vikes. Did he go to the Jets the next year or was it Jets, then Vikings? It was, it was, um, it was Packers, Jets, then Vikings. Vikings. All right. So, yeah, you're right. I think Jets was 37, Vikings was 38. But, like, dude, he was – Tom's 43. And you really wouldn't notice a huge difference between him now and a decade ago. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And don't get me wrong. That team is fucking loaded. And it was, in, it was just insane watching that defense just put him in, you know, fantastic positions all game long. But we can't get rid of this fucking guy, man. Like that was my only rooting interest was just against Tom Brady. And like I mean, I've I've gotten to the point where you're like you know what this guy is just the fucking greatest we've ever seen. Why not just let it let him ride it out and I'll, I'll root for him now. I I grew up I spent most of my time in my life rooting against against him. I'm I'm done I'm done with it. He just you're leaning into it now. And I'm just going with it. Like, he's the greatest we've ever seen. I'm just gonna appreciate the greatness. So I really didn't have a rooting interest on Shit. Sunday. Andy's cave. I, I think it's kind of gotten to the point it. with like with like Alabama football where it's like, okay, they're they're gonna win their titles. They're, yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. It doesn't matter it. who's out there. 
If you spend your time getting pissed about it, you're just going to spend your entire life pissed because it's going to happen. It's just fun to root against Brady. Like, it happens. I know it's inevitable. And it's like, well, fuck. Here we go again. But, like, I thought this was going to be different. Like, it's a brand new team. It's hard to integrate into a brand new system as a fucking quarterback. Football is not basketball. Basketball, I feel like, is much more seamless. You st- there's still a lot that goes into it. But, like, football, man, is really, really tough. Learning a brand new scheme, brand new players, brand new chemistry. That's tough. I mean, it helps when you have Antonio fucking Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, fucking Chris Godwin. Doesn't hurt. Um, um, like the, a couple of those guys weren't even his top guys. I mean, Cameron Brait was his favorite tight end all and all Scotty, year. dude. Scotty, dude, Scotty is Miller. I love those pride fucking names. Bowling Green, <laughs> pride of Bowling Green State, Bowling Green, Kentucky, or Bowling Green State University. Bowling Green State University, the college in which I proudly attended for one year. The home of the Cleveland Browns colors. Exactly. Burnt orange and brown. <laughs> pride and joy. <laughs> So, yeah, Tom Brady just loves those Mac receivers. Julian Edelman walked so fucking Scotty Miller could run, baby. Love Amen. it. And, Love it, dude. But really the best part about um, uh, Brady's season this year is, like, the, he has all these weapons, so he's really not finishing the job with his hand, but more of his head game. I mean – He's a coach. Watch yourself. There. There's a joke there. I'm not sure where it is. <laughs> There's definitely a joke there. It did have a double on. That, there was, that was a double entendre. Yeah, there was definitely something there. I'll get back to you on that. I'll tweet it out later uh, when I find out what it was. Uh, <laughs> and, and don't they have OJ Howard out too? Didn't he go out early uh, in the season? Um, yeah, or, or they traded him? Did he, I think I thought they traded him. I think so too. I mean, that'd be ridiculous to have Gronk, Cameron Brady, and OJ Howard. Right. I could be wrong. Uh, but that's just ridiculous. Cameron Brady's underrated, dude. He's actually really good. Um, and then two dudes, and then obviously Patrick Mahomes is good at sports. We know that. Wait, uh, I was who? some guy named Mahomes. Oh, oh, oh from Kurt. the State Farm. Yeah, State yeah. Farm guy. Yeah, the State yeah. Farm guy with a haircut. Yeah, he's not Holmes, here. The Patrick Patrick Price guy. Uh, I was really pulling for the for the Bills, man. I thought that was gonna be a good game. I was pulling for the Bills just because I like I'm starting to root against dynasties and. Like, I just, just like Josh like, Allen and the Bills, man. I, I I like seeing different teams win, but and the Bills are just fun all season. They're really really easy to root for, um, and it ended up not working out that way. But Mahomes brought it, dude. I mean, Mahomes he had a horrible concussion and then that awful turf toe. Like I was anticipating him being off, dude. He fucking brought it. I was impressed. He's, he's not off. No, he was not <laughs> off at all. <laughs> no narrator he was not off um and but, then and then and then so that covers my thoughts on games if you guys have any more thoughts on games hit me well um browns fans decided to use that game to show their idiocy they're like Baker they is legitimately better think, than josh allen i don't know in what world they actually believe this but <laughs> the guy i was like, thrown off by the baker burrow shit i was like i feel like it's pretty obvious that big like burrow's better i mean not crazy better but i thought it was pretty obvious josh allen's in another fucking planet Josh Allen was their passing game and their running game. Like, He's so good. Their leading rusher out, outside of Josh Allen the other day was Darius Singletary with 17 yards. Their running backs are not good person. Garbage. Like, they I need would, to um, <laughs> to Najee Harris immediately. In fantasy, I was juggling between, like, Zach Moss and Singletary all season. They were fucking horrible. Oh, so bad, dude. Oh, fuck. They're terrible. They're bad. And then we have a QB offseason from hell, boys. There is going to be a crazy, crazy game musical chairs going on. We've got Matt Stafford already out. And I think you're really seeing, like, a huge exodus in, like, a lot of old guard kind of quarterbacks. Uh, so I think it's going to be a crazy offseason for musical chairs, boys. It definitely will be, but I do want to jump back to the Bills just for one second here. Of course. Another player that I think is a ton of fun to watch is Cole Beasley. <laughs> and Andy, I know you have some thoughts we kind of talked about before we hit record on Cole Beasley. Not to be confused with Pam, but what you got? <laughs> so Cole Beasley, and I don't know how I forgot this. Um, that dude is a gamer. That dude's tough as shit. Did you get an argument with him on Twitter? I did not know. He's, he's a good dude, so I'm not going to argue with him. He's not <laughs> an ass clown, with, and he has more than three followers. Uh, <laughs> so, he got a clown on his ass. But he played that game, and this is probably why the Bills lost. He was not 100%. He played that game with a partially broken fibula. Fibula. <laughs> fibula. Tibula. Tibia. Tibula. Clavicle. Labia. Attaboy. Oh. So he played that with a partially broken leg. That is tough as hell. I mean, not as tough as podcasting with COVID, but it's up there. Way up there for sure. I'd say like a seven. If, if, 
if podcasting with COVID's a ten, I'd say like a solid seven, solid yeah. six point nine. So yeah. Andy is the Cole Beasley of podcasters. People are saying that. I've heard that. And it, it definitely was not here either. Streets of talking, boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I don't even know where to go with <laughs> Coop, I'm calling on you. You're the uh, – But, uh, you're, yeah, you're back guy. to the musical chairs with NFL <laughs> quarterbacks. There's going to be a lot oh, of moving What a pieces. shot to Cole Beasley. <laughs> Losers, Cole Beasley. <laughs> Sell stock now. <laughs> Sell stock now. Poor oh, my Cole. fuck. He Cole, is not Cole He world. is not GameStop. He is not GameStop. Stock. Did you guys see that shit? GameStop. That's insane. What the fuck? Elon Musk tweeting out GameStonk. That's my fucking guy. He tweeted out about Etsy too. And two minutes afterwards, Etsy was going through the roof after hours. It's fucking insane, dude. I got to turn his notifications on, man. Elon Muskies. Fuck. Holy smokers ain't no joke, is my dudes. Wait, so is that where we're sending our $38? I mean, we might as well follow Honestly. Musk, man. Probably should. Just throw it all into games. <laughs> game big. stonks. Game stomps and fucking Bitcoin, boys. <laughs> to the yeah. fucking moon. We'll be loaded in like 2060, though. Uh, all right, boys. So, yeah, what do you guys think about this Russian roulette uh, offseason that we're working with, with with quarterbacks here? Any big Dwayne moves Haskins, you guys think were coming up? Dwayne Haskins in Pittsburgh. I mean, they found their quarterback of the future. I think that's a I pretty good hit for them. An underrated I think good so. Hit. Absolutely. And then, I mean, the draft's going to be exciting. Uh, Trevor Lawrence probably going to Jacksonville. Uh, the Jets, if Sam Darnold's their future, I feel horrible for him. Um, you'll have Justin Fields and Zach Wilson out in the draft, everything like that. The Falcons probably need to start thinking about a new quarterback. I'm hoping, as an Ohio State fan, I'm hoping Justin Fields goes to Atlanta. Maybe some defense out there. Cool. I don't know. Maybe someone hey, it might down. It might help a little hey, bit, but what do you guys think about the Sean Watson? Got the old thing? guys. I don't know. I don't know. I I heard he's wanting to go to Miami or or the Jets, which he I said. I don't um, know where the, that he came prefers from. The Jets over Miami. I wonder really? why that is. What well, makes you? What would make anyone want to go to the Jets? Sala. Maybe maybe the market. Well, that's, that's all I can true. think of. New York. That's all. Yeah, the new coach, perhaps. I feel, I feel like Miami. people want to play for him. And so, honestly, I'm hoping I'm hoping Watson goes to the Jets. Oh, no, I'm hoping he doesn't go to the Jets so they draft a quarterback or trade back so that way Pina Sewell falls to Cincinnati. But if he doesn't, then we get Jamar Chase anyway. So, it's all we'll be fine either way. But it's going to be fun. I don't know about you guys. I love off-season moves. Like, I'm, I'm here for exciting. Crazy. The one I'm really thinking about is Matt Stafford to the Colts. I can, I can see, see it. it, yeah. Because I really – like, the Colts seem to have a mold of quarterbacks, and Jacob Eason is not ready, and Brissett is not it. Uh, this was Madden. I'd be begging Andrew Luck to come back. Right. Well, you think about Andrew <laughs> Luck, Phillip Rivers, and then, Dude. like, who's just like that? And a very talented quarterback, Matthew Stafford. He's got a stronger I mean, arm. Retirement, than retirement, does. retirement. You think there's a chance of that? I would. I, I think there's a very high chance of it. Honestly, it just really? makes so much sense to me and my genius brain that <laughs> had to be Matt, said. Matt Stafford to the Colts. It's happening. Mark it right now on the Roll Blob Podcast. If he retires, that'd be pretty wild, man. Like, how old? How old's Matt? Is he not? He's not that old, right? No, he's not old. He's not. He's not extremely old. Probably like young thirties, I would say. Yeah, um, he just yeah, got something paid. Like that, probably like something about the Lions, man, just makes he's players retire early, dude. God, bro, I, I, I'm still pissed about Calvin Johnson. He was gonna be like one of the best receivers of all Aries time. Aries Sanders and Calvin Johnson. There's a name we really don't talk about much is Calvin Johnson. Dude, he gets he he's forgotten so about. He really gets forgotten about how fucking dominant he was. He was so dominant. And then my saddest news of the day, boys. There was a huge opening. Massive, massive, big opening, if you will. You think I have for a huge, chance? For a huge Big East school, so you're saying this is a chance, the Fordham Rams, my dudes. They've had a coaching vacancy. Our boy uh, – what the fuck's his name? Andrew Newbauer has gone down. Jeff. Uh, that guy has <laughs> gone <Jeff> down. <laughs> Who the fuck Andrew, is Andrew Newbauer? Jeff. Andrew, Jeff, potato, potato, whatever. They're all synonymous. 
don't know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Newbauer, this fucking guy, the guy that <laughs> the guy that has no shirt, no shoes on, and that one that one fucking picture. It's no shirt, no shoes, here. and a lot of problems. That is very true. That is very true. He's no Kenny Chesney. Uh, he is out, and it's going to be huge for them. I mean, they really need a guy that can uh, support a Big East program over there. And you know, I, the question has to be asked: Do you think they have a chance of poaching Dave Leda? I, I think it's Wojo's job. You do? Yes. That's his. That's his. I've always heard he was next stone. in line. He was, he was always next in line at Fordham. <laughs> We'll see, yeah, boys. That's what I've heard. And then I saw news today that broke my heart. Our, my, our boy Bobby Gonzalez, my my pin tweet guy, Good Sex in the Big East, founder of Good Sex in the Big East, is officially out of the running for the Fordham job. So we really could have had some really good sex in the Big East. Good sex in the Big. Good sex will not be coming back to the Big East, which is very very sad. <laughs> and if you need the joke explained to you, there was this huge joke uh, from this fucking Instagram <laughs> fucking thing that Xavier needed to be taken out of the Big East and Fordham needed to be added. Um, to get because that of New Fordham's York. massive market. Yeah, because their massive market up there. Uh, where are they? New York or Boston? I think they're 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 in New they're York. They New also York. wanted to add Boston University to get oh, that Boston market that has that is not UConn. UConn Boston market, that market is fucking delicious, by the way. <laughs> you got to get that Boston market. That is good stuff. Old Pod brought to you by Boston Market. <laughs> <laughs> Your ad here, shameless bag droppers. Hey, thirty three dollars can't lie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's true. Can't Everyone lie. knows where our minds at. We know they know <laughs> that we are here to make that money. We are we all about the cash. We will never hide that in. If you want an ad in this podcast for any reason, we will advertise whatever product or service it is, <laughs> no matter how unholy, and we will do it for literally any amount of money. We should start doing Joe Rogan where he just like does like seven minutes worth of ads to start his podcast, <laughs> but do it for just like some local Joe fucking schmo down the street giving us like nine bucks a pop <laughs> for, like a six, for like a six-minute ad to start the fucking podcast. Or like, you know, those YouTube fucking like creators who have their channels where it's like literally an ad like every 45 seconds. We'll start doing that. <laughs> Whatever works. Unskippable, baby. Right, hey, be- get, before it- the intro, then right after the intro. If it's six bucks, three ways, I'm, I'll do it. Two bucks a pop. Dude, easy. Six bucks, three ways. That's Dude, a night. I can just fucking hack into Elon's Twitter account, fucking hype up some game stonk, throw my two bucks into there. I'm fucking loaded. Easy money. I mean, there's, there's a fucking plan to this shit boys. And then (laughs) I think my favorite fucking thing of the entire, the entire week, or at least the weekend, at least from the football weekend was following Dick Vito. (laughs) Lorraine. (laughs) All the Pepto pictures, bro. Like I love the first picture. It's him and Lorraine and they're just fucking chilling. And then there's the one where he's just got the eyes wide. He's on the fucking couch. Like, Oh shit. And I love the fact that I look at the fucking, bottle max strength <laughs> like i i had to go through because i made a meme to find that exact bottle there's like five different varieties that's the strongest one he's chugging max strength pepto bismol during a fucking game and i can just see him like the rain i need more pepto baby like bro like i feel dude the rain is the mvp of the day like i can't imagine how much pepto that man fucking drank and why is pepto not sponsoring dick vitel like that is obvious just money Obvious money. Like if Pepto Bismol's Twitter account, which I do have, it has a check mark by the way. I tweeted at if, it. If they started like a campaign, dude, if I'm if I'm Pepto, I'm going crazy with like a dicky cam during the fucking Super Bowl. Like I'm blasting out on Twitter. That shit would go buck wild, bro. That shit would be huge. If Pepto started sponsoring Dick Vitale, that'd be awesome. It'd be the best thing to happen since the pandemic started, no doubt. And, bro, like, you know for the college football playoff, like, you know how many fucking, like, ways you can watch a fucking game? You have, like, Sky Cam, like, Blimp Cam, fucking Underground Cam, fucking Sexy All Cam. Yeah. Kink Cam. All these fucking cams here. Exactly. Like, can we not get a fucking Dick Vitale stream? Like, free the stream and get me Dick Vitale. I want to hear him screaming for Pepto-Abysmal during the Super Bowl. I need that shit. That would be phenomenal. I know I'd definitely be tuned into that. What's <laughs> What's funny about it, though, if I'm watching a game that I'm invested in and I'm getting nervous for, like my stomach doesn't start hurting. I don't have cramps or heartburn or indigestion or upset stomach or diarrhea. Or diarrhea. But you're not like, Dick tell. You haven't uh, been maybe, screaming maybe for 45 thing. years. Uh, that's true. He has but been screaming. My heart rate just goes up and I get, I don't know, I, I'm nervous. I'm not like... I don't have the urge to go shit my brains out though. Like I don't need Pepto Bismol. That makes one. So of it's an interesting choice by him, unless I've 
ate too many Cholitos beforehand, but that'll do uh, I don't know. Just something Wait, maybe he's maybe he's using his diaphragm for all the awesome babies, the diaper dandies. I mean, he has used a lot a lot of lung capacity in his day, you know, and maybe it's bumping up against that gut. You never know, causing some upset stomach, indigestion, diarrhea, you know, the whole gauntlet. They look, by the way, on the commercials, they look way too happy to be talking about upset stomach and diarrhea. (laughs) They are just like loving life talking about diarrhea. (laughs) Speaking of diaper dandies, it's like the adult commercials. They're like so happy to be like, Ever since I switched to these, no one's noticed. <laughs> Just so happy. Dickie V's diapers were not dandy. I promise you that. They were not dandy diapers. But yeah, that was just fucking hilarious. And God God bless his wife. And this was the first time I ever knew he had a wife. Dickie V laying low key with the love life. I'm here for it. Dick Could Vitale? Dickie V? You know, is Dick Vitale the new James Harden? I don't does he, know. Does he I'm not saying he's not. He might. Oh, he might hey. Have a gr- uh, I got a Twitter reply from Dickie V like probably eight years ago by now. That's actually true. Did you get an argument? Uh, with him? Yeah, did he no, block you? He, no. <laughs> I, uh, I tweeted like him and like Dan Schulman oh. were calling a game and like, I don't know. I was probably like a freshman in high school. Twitter was kind of new and I was like, hey, Dickie V, you called a good game or something like that. And he replied, thanks. And I was like, oh, my God. and like my profile picture my avr was the xavier logo i'm like that means he knows me he knows xavier and i like screenshot it i put on facebook and stuff i'm like dick vitale talk to me and i just i thought i was shit thanks i went to school next day with like my head held high and everything i'm like yeah well i'm friends with dick vitale you should have gotten on a shirt just quotes thanks dick vitale (laughs) (laughs) meta world peace wish me a happy 16th birthday once i thought it was shit for that i mean you are the shit for that i've been trying to find a world peace lakers jersey for i don't know however long ago i'm starting to think we're gonna have to split our 33 dollars 95 five now i think you might be a little overqualified for this podcast (laughs) you know i've thought that for a while (laughs) (laughs) thank you for making some time for the little people I mean, I'm the only one without the connections. I mean, Andy's getting arguments with fucking Kurt Schilling. <laughs> Coop knows fucking meta and fucking Dick Vitale. I'm the fucking well, third got, wheel here. You got the Jonas Hayes birthday shout out. That is true. That is true. But and I would never diss just Jonas Hayes. He's no Dickie V. He's better. He's above Dickie V. I think we'd all agree with that. He's better than Dickie V. I'm really yeah, glad that Dick Vitale. Dickie v a happy birthday. <laughs> 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 that's awesome i love jonas's fucking random ass birthday shows dude it's he slowed down a little bit recently i can tell i think well, he's it's actually, probably a slow time of the year like the, the family they probably all, all got born at the same time that's very true how many people can get like, can get born at one time it's wild <laughs> dude i love that picture in my head of his like family zoom call i just can't even imagine like and jonas trying to moderate <laughs> like <laughs> 300 fucking people now cousin larry i'm, I'm saying <laughs> now hold on aunt matilda <laughs> like and he's so like peaceful and shit like he's the best um and then i think a quick i think it's officially time to start thinking about xavier basketball a little bit this is my last little bit here before i wave the white flag um it's i think it's finally time we can start kind of thinking about xavier basketball again and it not being like completely depressing because to be real with you i didn't even want to think about it because i was just like it's so far fucking away i don't even want to think fucking think about it yeah, yet. like i still have not even I've, I've even grasped that we played basketball on friday because I, yeah. I don't want to get my hopes up. I who, hopes up I, I'm going to be time. completely real with you. I don't know who we play. Butler. 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 Okay. That, that would have been my guess. I thought Butler it was Butler at 630 on Friday. We would have played Georgetown today. Yes. Um, I logged on to the message boards for the first time in like two weeks today just to get a look. Just to get a look. There's nothing going on. Um, it's just been, it's been tough, like, but at the same time, like, I just – I haven't really been – it's been kind of out of sight, out of mind. I'm what do you mean there's busy. nothing going on? They're arguing about the AP poll right now. I mean – what better to, to argue about than a pointless fucking metric? Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't beat that, boys. And then, uh, oh yeah, Kentucky sucks. Oh yes, they are They're, not nice. They are not on nice. the naughty, aka the not nice list. They could have gone, as Andy pointed out, great nugget from Andy. They could have gone six and nine with a win tonight, which would have put them in my bracket. Um, but I think now they're officially they're officially done. I think that's it. Yeah, like, it's wrapped. It's wrapped. Put, put, put a cat. fork in them. Put a fork in them. They're done. They are done. It's over. They had a chance to be nice, man, but they're on that not they nice. They chose list. naughty. 
The that Naughty they Life did. didn't choose them. They chose and Naughty we Life. And we don't kink shame around here, but you know, there's certain criteria, like Isaiah Thomas would say, to get in, and they're not meeting those criteria. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Uh, you know, better luck next year. I'm loving this year of college basketball, by the way. It is I'm loving wild. like and Duke. Duke. Yeah. What? Yeah. The best part is that Duke has I think, <laughs> played Georgia Tech. I don't remember when, but if they lose to Georgia Tech, they're going to be below 500 in basketball. That's insane, dude. Yeah, man. they're on the wrong side of the bubble, man. Like, it's just weird looking at the bubble and seeing, like, Duke, like, last four out. I'm like, fuck. North I'm Carolina. Th- they're there at all. Michigan State's on the bubble. I know. They honestly shouldn't be. I think their name's keeping them alive. Um, yeah. And I don't think they're terrible, but they just haven't done what they've needed to do to get in the tournament. So they have uh, some bad losses and not really any good. Their best win is Notre Dame. Which, in any sport, is just not that good of a win. Uh, <laughs> kind of walked into that one. <laughs> And then uh, in kind of shitty news, like, I don't know how to even, you know, intro this, but it is Kobe day. Um, this is the day that last year he passed away. I was on the boat at the time and I remember hearing, or actually I had like a little bit of internet and loaded it up. I was on Twitter fucking refreshing cause I'm a Twitter psycho and I refreshed it and saw it like multiple times. And like, I was like, that's, that can't be real, you know? Yeah. And then, um, and this was when I was on the ship. So like no one has internet pretty much. And, um, the internet shut off after like five minutes and I saw like my first like couple verified sources saying it. And I was like, no fucking way. Like didn't really believe it. And then like, I was like, yo, like guys, Kobe's dead. Like I, I'm like 99% sure. And everyone's like, dude, no, you're full of shit. I was like, I'm, I'm telling you. And then like the next day there was like sports center on at the, uh, at the galley. And it was like the biggest news story, you know, nonstop for like a week. And, no uh, no yeah, one was going to forget where they were when they found out. No, I, I think that's yeah. one of the things you, you don't forget. And, uh, you know, hopefully today was a good day of like just, you know, remembering his legacy and just, you know, it's just fucking sad. I mean, that's the thing about life sometimes is it's just like I'm not a huge like karma person. I'm not a huge like I'm, you know, I'm I'm not a huge like religion person. Sometimes shitty stuff just happens, dude. And that's just a shitty fucking thing, you know, for such a beloved person and his fucking daughter, you know, to, to die. And sometimes that's just reality is just that really fucking awful stuff happens and that's all this, it's a tragedy you know it's it's a horrible fucking thing and it just was shocked. shocking yeah and i think we all kind of feel the same way and in my mind kobe was about as untouchable a person as there was i mean still in fucking unreal physical condition um just like his persona you know and like how he carried himself i mean he just seemed untouchable you know like it's really hard to be more confident than kobe bryant was and just the way he well, he was perceived. I mean, he just seemed untouchable. And then you think about all the money he has. It's just like something that I was just like, it would take. And, and, and to his mentality, I mean, you saw him play. Like, I bet you, like, the will to live in that man was insane. Like, it would have taken what it took, just a catastrophe to take him down. And it's and it's really sad. And I was never a Kobe Bryant basketball fan, but I was a huge Kobe Bryant the person fan. Um, I hated him when he was playing, to be honest with you. I was a LeBron fan. I couldn't stand the Lakers. I couldn't stand Kobe Bryant. But holy fuck, do I respect him as a competitor. I was one of them where I felt like if I liked LeBron, I couldn't like Kobe. So I grew up most of my life hating Kobe and just thought he was just an arrogant dickhead out there. And then the like the down years, the Lakers started when Brandon Ingram was was a rookie and like, I just see him leading everybody out there. And I'm like, okay, this dude was one of the most clutch guys. He, and he's showing that he's not actually a selfish, arrogant player. He just plays. He's not, he's not, he's not that way. Really he just plays that way to win and just has that. He's just built different than everybody else. And he's, but in reality, he's a humble leader out there. And I, I flipped the switch immediately. And for, for his last four years, like I was one of the biggest Kobe guys and just really started to figure out like who exactly he was as a person. And he was someone that just, I, I, I really don't have I words like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it's just a hard like, thing to verbalize. he had at that point. And then, too, it just sucks, too, because he said – I think he had a ton in front of him, too. Because basketball is just half of your adult life. I mean, and Kobe played for 20 fucking years. I mean, he came in as a fucking kid. He came in 18 out of fucking Lower Marion High School and then retired at, what, like 40? He was in the league for – he was in the league for longer than he had been alive before coming into the league. I mean, that was pretty much all he knew. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's sad because he, he was working on so many cool projects and stuff. And I know he was a really like passionate dad. I just think he had so much left, you know, and so much to do. Um, well, he had so much, uh, like he had so much, that, that that's a big thing was he had so much being a dad left. Like he had that's the worst part. Yeah. Leaving people yeah. behind. Is the worst part like he, sure. um, 
his oldest daughter, like she, he, she was in high school. And he wanted to finish. Like he still had to finish out watching her finish her volleyball career. And then of course, Gigi, she had so much to accomplish that yeah. she was absolutely going to. And then he has that youngest one. Like he had so much fathering left to do that. That's the saddest part. Cause, because Kobe, I mean, as sad as that is that Kobe passed away and it's, couldn't be more sad. I mean, he'd still like lived his life, you know, like he had, he had become a man and he had lived his life and he had lived his passion. You know what I mean? Like, and he was still really young, like young forties, but he still got to like live his NBA dream and do all that kind of stuff. Super, still super sad, still way too young, but like for kids who haven't even be like had the chance even to become adults and to like figure out who they are and, you know, live out, you know, that's, that's the part that saddens me the most. And as, as sad as that is, and then to, you know, just Vanessa losing a husband, you know, the, the daughters losing a father. I mean, that stuff is just incredibly, incredibly sad and will change their lives forever. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, just dealing with those kind of stuff in, in real life, hopefully it's something that, uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be years until they kind of find a new normal, but hopefully it's something that they can channel and, you know, and, and continue to, to honor his legacy. And then too, it was just kind of a day for me, just kind of just realizing like how important everything is and how precious everything is. I mean, I mean, I don't get in a lot of helicopters, but it's like fucking if Kobe Bryant can fucking pass away on a moment's notice, like, <laughs> fuck you know what i mean like there's just so much unknown and i think it's really underrated how, how fragile life can be and i think it was just kind of like a reminder of that and then just kind of celebrating him and his mindset and stuff like that and kind of how he lived his life to the fullest and stuff so i was just trying and it's to honor him pretty crazy too like after it happened i mean i'm probably in the majority here but i was watching the pro bowl and um uh, like just sitting on the couch my roommate came out he's like hey man did you see this and he showed me like a tweet it's actually from 700 WLW of all sources, which is weird. Right. But, um, you know, it was like a minute old and it said, breaking news, Kobe Bryant has been killed in a helicopter accident. I'm like, there's no way. Like their Twitter account got hacked or something. It's just something you can't like, you refuse to believe. And then I get on and that's all it is. And it's just insane. But the craziest part about it is just after it happened, how people were like campaigning that like hey you gotta like you gotta cancel nba games for like a week yeah. like just the magnitude of just one person having an effect on the entire league i mean there wasn't a team out there that didn't do something to honor kobe and then you know the shot clock violations and stuff like that the eight to 24s all that yeah they just uh. yeah it's just insane but i mean if they would have said hey there's not going to be any games for this entire week like they're not postponed they're just they're just canceled i mean no one would have thought twice have about understood. it it's just insane yeah it's i don't just... even think they would have understood i think most of the players would have been like okay good you know yeah. i mean he yeah. was for a lot of like the younger generation like guys in like their young 20s he was their he was their jordan you know yeah, yeah exactly he, he was I mean, that era's jordan i mean we all grew up watching him and lebron and stuff so it's like i mean for our generation for sure it's a piece of like our childhood just completely exactly gone. right, right. Like, i mean he I was know, it, it's kind of like yeah. one of the first guys that we probably looked up to as like you're exactly right to be like as a kid that's like yeah he's he's dead like you're right know, he, it, his first season i think everybody. was 1997 19, 19, it was the yeah drafted in 96 so it was 96 97 yeah that was his first season i mean he is the one player that at least for me up until when he passed like he was the one player that i remembered from like the start of my like watching basketball all the way up into that point like i had been around Kobe like since I had followed basketball because I was like five or six in 1997 like and I was like just when I was starting to realize you know what was going on and follow basketball like I had basketball cards of Kobe I had all kinds of and I didn't even like Kobe like that um but I recognized his greatness and how fucking good he was and I remember like Froby I remember Froby really really well I remember when he was wearing eight with the leg sleeve and just like the behind the back turnaround fucking reverse dunk like just ridiculous shit I mean he was all over sport I mean my whole childhood was a bunch of Kobe shit and so my yeah, first um, basketball video game, um, NBA courtside, <laughs> by chance, and he was on the cover of NBA courtside, which was a banger. Uh, uh, he wasn't on the cover of this one, but the first team I was was the Lakers because I was a big Shaq guy, and like so, I just remember. Oh, I can't like, tell how many times I can't tell you how many times I played against Kobe in a fucking NBA video game. It <laughs> probably it, triple digits. Pissed me off every time. <laughs> They're so fucking good. NBA Jam, 
You know what I mean? Like he and Shaq. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course you're gonna pick the fucking Lakers. Like and, and getting mad at your brother for picking the Lakers because it's just the worst. And then you're like back then like the Nets with like Jason Kidd or Richard Jefferson and some guy from Cincinnati. Like yeah, like they were always like the team. You know, like it, like I mean, like you know, like right now or at least like two years ago, like you can't be the Cavs, you can't be the Warriors. You know what I mean? Like right, they were right. that team. Like you can't be the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like everyone knows that you can't be the Lakers. Um, but he was so dominant for so long, and I think it's really cool when a player can like transcend eras. You know what I mean? Like he transcended eras. Not many players can do that. Um, like once they're kind of like the game evolves, like past them a lot of times. I mean, he, he was the guy for 18, 20 years, you know, like no matter what era came or how the game changed, he was still the man. Um, and I respected that. And I, I definitely respected that he was able to outlast like those shitty Laker years too. Yeah, Cause and I mean, he stuck I, with it. I always shout on him for this. I was like, man, he inherited fucking Shaq and Phil Jackson. You know what I mean? Like, not terrible. Mm-hmm. Fuck, and I used to always compare him to LeBron. I'm like, LeBron inherited shit. LeBron inherited Drew Gooden and fucking Zydrinus Ogaskis and coaches you don't know, you know? Um, and I, I will always say that I think if LeBron had inherited what he inherited, he'd have like eight rings. But that's beside the point. But at the same time, he stuck through it with fucking shitty fucking uh, Smush Parker. You know what I mean? He was dealing with it with fucking uh, Chris Mim, you know? Like, he was, you know, he was duking it out back then it was really tough for him and then finally found his footing with Paul Gasol and those guys and Lamar Odom and all them but really cool career and I think that's you know part of what makes him who he was is he reinvented himself in like the late 2000s and became a whole different player uh you know he he became the best player in the world there for a few years after being really really good his entire career I think in the late 2000s he reinvented himself became the best player in the world and like and I feel like I mean the because my entire life has been a debate LeBron versus Kobe Kobe versus Jordan forever that was like for a whole decade yeah so it and like that's really the only world i know is just debating that and i was really hoping that um kobe dying and us losing a legend and an icon like that would end those stupid debates like let's stop trashing great players because you like someone they're compared to Mm -hmm. and unfortunately that didn't stop it Comparing like, completely different players from completely different eras. Yeah, like, exactly. And I, I think part of it too, if there's anything, like I remember watching Kobe's final game and oh yeah. like Save sitting down one. and watching like the entirety of it and just like taking in the greatness and stuff, knowing it's literally the last time you're going to be able to watch someone who you've watched your whole life and like followed. But I've kind of tried to do that. And I think a lot of people have too with like, watching Tom Brady or LeBron or Drew Brees, like just sitting down and watching it because I mean, in a few years from now, like the sports that our generation grew up watching with those figures, I mean, it's not going to be too much longer before there's a whole new wave. And it's, I mean, Peyton Manning's gone. Like all all the dudes that we pretty much grew up with are, I mean, other than like Brady and LeBron pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And especially now with Brees, maybe, Roethlisberger to an extent you could throw in there, sure but, but I think, I think Brady's gone yeah that's true that's true Drew Gooden's time is coming <laughs> gone yeah I mean uh legends legends are fading fellas but yeah I think you're right you got to appreciate the greatness while you got it but um that was all you know that today was I think is just trying to celebrate his life and uh just kind of learn you know learn the lessons yeah. that he you know gave us so really really cool and uh just a hell of a life that he lived and man he fucking lived it all out which i can absolutely 100 percent respect it's um, just but- incredible to see like all these like um dwayne dwayne washington from ohio state like was telling a story about um the time Everyone, he, yeah about kobe bryant all like, these young players um like, he impacted so many people and not even just basketball players just people in life like p- people that didn't make the nba learned how to you know, continue the grind and have his that mamba mentality mm-hmm. and whatever they were doing like waking up waking up early to go practice your touches for soccer like it was not just basketball that he impacted and, he and basketball for sure so and like that, that's and really how he was in retirement challenging people the the grind never stops like people tweeting at him hey what's my challenge for this season like cat and Giannis. Yep. Like, what what's my challenge and he'd give it to him and that was their goal that's what and they were he was just that dude sorry he was just that dude when he spoke you you listen dude like anytime especially after his playing career like when he would pop up somewhere i'm tuned in you know like he would pop up on like some random nba broadcast or on some fucking like exclusive interview i i am honed in because he was just full of fucking wisdom dude and like 
his men, I, I'm always a believer in just like there's a reason people get to where they get to. It wasn't by accident because Kobe, for as talented as he was, he didn't get there because of his talent level. He got there because of his fucking ridiculous uh, commitment to his craft, bro. Like I loved his mindset, and I I always love like studying like those champion mindsets. I just loved any time I could hear him speak. I'm like I'm listening to every single word he has to say. Um, if I, I, if love I were that. to go to dinner with him, I would not speak for the entire two hours we were there, which is tough for him to talking. do. Right. <laughs> it's tough for us to do. Uh, and I think with that, we should probably start wrapping this thing up. But uh, I, I found I think it would, I thought it would be uh, I thought I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Kobe at all. Um, but I think that is all the content I have. Unless you guys have any parting words. Fellas, I will hoe out real quick because that's what we do around here. Give us a like. Give us a review. Five seconds, please, for this uh, hour and a half of stuff you didn't want. I'd appreciate it. A lot help us make 34 dollars if you could um i'm just we don't, we don't care about that but it is it is a lot of work so just give us a like and say you're horny in the comments i don't give a shit and and the um any any the, plugs company man over here well the the timing of this is a little bad um because what is something we've been working on for a little while guess what's guess what's in the works don't do it roll blob pod gray joggers Ooh, are they official? Uh, they're being worked on. Fuck yeah, dude. Who needs sad dog joggers when you can get right. rolled I, 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 fucking... I saw it because we were talking about that. Then I see the Yukon ones. I'm like, oh, fuck. We got to delay this. Dude, oh. home people need to do some fucking Xavier shit, by the way. Yeah. Time. They, we'll be able do. to see our blobs through the gray joggers or... Like, <laughs> well, you can't see mine we'll anywhere. Much be left... That's part of the king shit right, that we're going to talk about with Andy. Is like, is, you yeah. have to position it in a way to where it's like not obvious but like you're still you know what i mean like putting it like the, like the imprint is what it's called in the business i think yeah um, you need to have the yeah. imprint yeah i mean that, that's the entire point of them why it, no one it, likes to wear gray i don't know i think they're kind of smooth I, I i'm here for them i'm here for them i've, I've always kind of like gray sweatpants i mean yeah, i mean i got my xavier gray sweatpants on now so i came ready i got some gray sweats on too the pudding, boys. Have some, got some Coop. uh Accountability check. I don't know. Those are, I would it's call them dark gray. They're dark gray. gray. It's dark gray. Char- charcoal gray. Yeah. They're not necessarily king gray, but they're gray. But you do have the running yeah. man shirt on, which is fucking yes, top. That is. There's like 50 shades of gray. And I think we each are wearing more or less. Ones. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. People have said that. Should I feel I shame for that or? No, no, we don't kink shame. Okay. Here. Okay, good. Just making sure. Just making sure. Well, I hope you enjoyed this ridiculous fucking thing that we call a podcast. And uh, get the fuck out of here, you fucking rascal. Hey, next podcast, we'll be previewing a basketball game. Roblox. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't jinx it, my dude. And uh, Coop, I'm going back to quarantine uh, and fuck Yo. the G's. Roblox. Hey. Yeah, may as well. <laughs>